Contact Center Focus, the Reality Training Podcast. Would you like to discuss your current account? Yes. Thank you. Would you like to discuss an overdraft facility or would you like to get through to an advisor? Advisor. Did you say advisor? Yes. An advisor, is that right? Yes, that's right. An advisor. We'll shortly put you through. For security purposes, can you say your postcode out loud? T-N-4-8-N-D. T-N-4-8-B-D. Is that right? No. Please repeat your postcode. T-N-4-8-N-D. T-N-4-8-N-D. Is that right? Yes. Thank you. And finally, before we put you through, can you say the password on your account? Twinkle. Twinkle. Is that right? Correct. Please call out your bank account number. 455-7432. Is that right? Yes. Great, thanks. I'm now putting you through to an advisor. We have a high volume of calls. Well, even if we don't, we like to say that. But we'll put you through shortly. Hi, through to Liam at Tinpot Bank. Can I help you? Yeah, I want to speak to someone about my account. Yeah, great. That could be me. Can I just, uh, for security purposes, take your um, password on the account, please? Hang on, I've just given it to your electric thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, for security purposes now. Is that all right? But I've just done security to get through to you now. Yeah, but we, we like to slightly annoy our customers before we start the conversation. So can I just take that, please? Oh, okay. Four five five seven four three two. Well, actually, it's not that I'm after. I'm after your... Um, I'll have password. to take that again in a minute. Yeah, I'll take that again in a minute. Oh. Sorry. So the password is... Twinkle. Twinkle. Yep. Yeah. Okay, got that. And uh, just checking your account number, please. 455-7432. And one more. Your great aunt Mary's maiden name, please. <laughs> um, it was Jermaine. Close. It's not quite what I've got down here. Well. Now I've got Jermaine Brackets Jackson. <laughs> Uh, Right, so now I've found your account What is it you want to up? Right, you get the gist So Bobby, what are we talking about? We're talking about IVR And we're talking about the connection Or in fact the disconnection Between the customer experience At that element Which is a pre-recorded Voice activated system And then getting through to a person So these mechanisms are put in place to take the customer through security, to take the customer into an area where you can describe briefly what it is you're actually calling about, so that you would imagine when you actually get to a person, the person can see, right, I know what this person's calling about, they've been through security, and we can get straight on with the call. Now, sadly, what happens is that we go through that entire process And then we almost have to start again when we get through to a person, which I think is entirely Mm. pointless. I can't see the reason for it. We think that there must be quite a high percentage of agents and advisors who are blaming the system. Mm. 
when actually, if they looked at the information that's previously been given, they might ask a different security question that they've not been asked. But repetition, it's repetition from the customer is what riles us. I can't see why you can't go from the IVR straight into, hello, Mr. Morell, I see you want to do da 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 and let's go straight into that conversation. I've done everything else. Then now compliance will say, well, it might not be that person. Well, hang on. I've just done a password. I've just done an account number. I've just given you my postcode. I mean, do, do you want me to send in my request in writing signed by three high court judges? I mean, it gets ludicrous, doesn't it? And if you are doing something, the other human bit that you're not getting in your training is to say, I'm sorry that you have to do this. We've got a double security measure here. We're just covering that for this week in the bank or whatever the reasoning is. Why can't you explain it instead of just marching us through this? No one explains anything. No one explains it. So we know the AI in the bot world is only going to increase, especially for more transactional behaviours and actions that people want to take place with. But there's got to be the human. And, And one of the things that we've helped companies design is that shift, as Bob's saying, is the bot conversation ends and you transfer to human. It isn't very smooth, whether it's something we're repeating or something we're doing. And it's and I think we'll just increase the bot conversation if it can't get smoother. This also happens in web chat, where the robot picks up the inquiry and yeah. what's your reason for making contact? Let's have a look at you. Gives your account number or, you know, that there's a few automatic questions that are generated, which the customer responds to. And then when the robot judges that you've got enough information for it them to be passed to a person, that person picks it up and off they run with it. But very often they have to go through the same old stuff again. There's additional layers of security to go through, which I think is appalling for the customer experience. I've just been through all this with a disembodied machine. Now I'm actually onto a person. Why can't you run with that information that you've been given? I just find it extraordinary defeats the object. It really does. We'd like to suggest whatever level you are, your pay grade, your position, your name of your role, all of you need to push on to your employers, the organisations you're at to fix this. Because if enough of you do, then they will. Because consumers, even though we're complaining and you put your complaint through, if you can't work with this, then you need to fix it. You're paying these companies, these systems companies, these software companies, these AI people you're paying them for a better service so you should really demand one that supports you in the work that you're doing because you're trying to either retain us as a customer win us as a customer get us to take out an example of the bank more borrowing redo a mortgage increase our overdraft facilities you know very often there's a there's a positive result in your favor so make the system better yes and i also think that when companies employ these robotic systems i do wonder sometimes whether they're simply there to pick up the call earlier and delay the interaction with a person rather than leave somebody on hold it takes Mm. five minutes of this interaction which is slightly more interesting than sitting there listening to music so i wonder whether that's one of the reasons why but i think as a consumer surely i want that element to be efficiently leading me into the thing I'm calling about. Now, those who listen to this podcast regularly will remember the one we did about average handling time and the idea that the terms and conditions at the end of a call could be done by a robot or could go to a different sort of system. And I think we've got to think about it from the start of the call as well. 
surely if you're going to have an electronic beginning to the call, it must speed the call up. You shouldn't have mm. to start the call from mm. scratch when you actually get yeah. through to a person. Otherwise, it is a pointless waste of money and time. It's not just your AHT, it's our AHT yeah. as a consumer because we've got other stuff to do. We don't want to be here for so long. And that's why we get this resentment that we've given time, we've given information, and we're no further down the line. Sure. So it's just lots of work to do. Who's responsible? I think it's collective responsibility. I think a number of people have to do this. Don't just lay it at IT's door because they'll often be following a process that they're being asked to follow. Yeah. I think it has to come into, you know, sales directorship, leadership to fix these things. Right. Thanks for tuning in. Yes. We will see you on another one soon. We will indeed. All the best. Bye. Bye for now. <laughs>